The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Good morning. This is Jill Welke here with you again this morning. It's a cool, crisp morning. That wind was a really whipping through. I knew, and I felt like a two-handed on the wheel today just to keep her on the road. Shout out to all those truckers keeping it all together out there. Yesterday, the farm truck and I were on some adventures. We went to Arm Services. They're a crop insurance and milk production insurance, and they are very up on government programs. They had a conference, like an appreciation conference for the their for farmers that are their customers up in Menominee, and they're very welcoming. And it was pretty pretty neat event. And last night, I went to a beef producer meeting put on by Synergy Cooperative. It was up in Colfax. We got to listen to Brady Klatt and Dr. Amy Reduns talking about how nutrition has a, an effect on the uh, cows, but it has a further effect on the ca- their calves. And just to make that connection in between those two things. And that was up in Colfax. And that was a very informative, and that was a really good event. So if I talk a little slow because I was up a little bit later writing up my script and didn't get back the best last night. But it was a very worthwhile event to go to, and I enjoyed it tremendously. Temperatures around the area. Eau Claire, we're sitting at 9, but it feels like 5 below. Like I said, those wind gusts coming in this morning were pretty rough. Medford's at 10. Rice Lake is 10. Wausau's 14. Green Bay is 24, Marshfield's 10, La Crosse is 12, Madison's 22, and Milwaukee's our hot spot for today at 33. But across the, across the state, it was looking pretty windy out there and a little bit of gusts. So we've got a lot of things to get to. We've got, uh, must have been overdoing it. I've got five stories for you today, five farm stories. Some of them are about the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Awards that have been won, hay stockpiles, and a USDA investment, and right along with the nursery inspections and what that's all about. So we're going to head into things pretty quick here and get things rolling. Jill Welke in Eau Claire, keeping warm in the studio today. Wax is the Chippewa Valley's home for local country radio and your local country morning show. This is Wax 104.5 FM WAXX Eau Claire. Wax 104.5. Hey, Chippewa Valley. Prestige Kia makes car buying fast, fun, and easy. And with used car values at historic highs, there's never been a better time to trade and upgrade for less. Even if you owe up to $10,000 more than your trade is worth, Prestige Kia wants it. Regardless of make or model, car truck or SUV, so you can drive home a new, more affordable Kia for less. Like the all-new 2022 Kia Sportage LX SUV. Lease just $229 a month with $39.92 at signing for 36 months. With the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. Prestige Kia.
Ikea has been the home of the Prestige Lifetime Warranty for over eight years. And we've had over a thousand of our customers receive no-charge service repairs, lower prices, exceptional trade-in values, and a better buying experience. You always spend less and get more at Prestige Kia, the home of the Prestige Kia Lifetime Warranty. Just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire. Or visit spendlessgetmore.com. Model number 42222. 36 months, 12,000 mile per year lease. $39.92 at signing plus tax title license. Zero security deposit with approved credits and KMF. See dealer for warranty details. Sale ends 131.22. Need appliances now? Check in-store hot buys at AmundsonsAppliance.com. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Serving families since 1982. Living in a rural area can be difficult when you're in need of high-speed internet service and it's hard to get. Call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite in Greenwood. Three different speeds of internet service, 12, 25, or even 30 megabytes per second. And right now you can enjoy no activation fee, free basic installation, and $20 off your first three-month service. Call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544 and get your Viasat internet today. Some restrictions do apply. Viasat may prioritize data with the unlimited data plans once you reach a data mark. Monthly service lease fee in addition to monthly package fee. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, I'm going to be winging it a little bit here. My earphone fell out, so I can't hear what's going on. So we'll just see if we can't just keep things going. We're going to head into our news. Ugh. We're going to head into our weather today. It's uh, our high is 9 with a low of 11 below. It's partly cloudy and very breezy. And that's going to make our wind chills below zero for this morning. Tomorrow, well, probably all day. Tomorrow, we're sitting at a high of 3 and a low of negative 15. But it's supposed to be sunny. I think that sun is going to not really tell us the true temperature of the the true feel of the temperature out there. Friday, high of 14, low of 5, but mostly sunny. Saturday, we're going to get a little bit better. We're going to be a high of 17 with a low of negative 3 with partly sunny. Sunday is 11 with a high of 11 with negative 2, partly sunny. And that's your Skywarn 13 weather brought to you by Markwart Motors. Markwart Motors would like to thank their valued and loyal customers, their hardworking employees, and surrounding community for making Markwart Motors the largest General Motors dealership in the state of Wisconsin. We're going to head right over into the national news as long as I can get it to work. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. The numbers are in for President Biden's first year in office. Out of 13 polls, his average approval rating comes out to just under 49 percent. It was as high as 57 percent until the August troop withdrawal and evacuations in Afghanistan. In comparison, only his predecessor had a lower score of 38 percent after his first year. The White House says the president's priorities remain fighting the pandemic and lowering costs for people. President Biden is praising agreements from Verizon and AT&T to delay deployment of 5G towers around key airports. American Airlines Pilots Union spokesman Dennis Tager says it's the right move. The bottom line is we've got to get this done safely. And right now, every indication is it is not safe for a full rollout. Biden issued a statement saying the agreement will avoid devastating disruptions to passenger travel and the economy. Airlines have warned that hundreds of thousands of planes could be grounded this week over concerns that 5G cell phone signals will interfere with flight technology. That includes radar. 
The CDC is moving almost two dozen countries to its high-risk travel category. Brian Shook reports. This comes as concerns over the Omicron and Delta variants sweep the world. The CDC moved 22 countries to the high-risk COVID-19 category on Tuesday, compared to the two nations it put in the category last week. The CDC puts a nation on the high-risk list when it has more than 500 cases per 100,000 residents registered in the past four weeks. I'm Brian Shook. And the COVID crisis delaying another award show again. The Grammys were first set to air in less than two weeks, then got pushed out to March. Now the show will happen April the 3rd, but not in Los Angeles. It's being moved to Las Vegas for the first time. The new date is also when CBS planned to air the CMT Awards, which will now happen later that month. The Golden Globes were recently held without hosts, presenters, or an audience. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Thanks for that update. After a little break, we're going to head into the ProVision Partners program. When farming, prices fluctuate, whether it is feed, milk, or livestock prices. Hi, this is Michelle from Tureen Livestock Market in Thorpe. One thing that is consistent, we at Tureen Livestock Market will work to get the best prices for your livestock. We're not a cooperative. We're family-owned and operated. Our sales are every Monday and Wednesday, and we're conveniently located one and a half miles north of Thorpe on Highway 73. Give us a call at 715-669-7127. Because at Tureen Livestock Market, we're always striving to be the best market of choice for your livestock. It's the beginning of the year, so it's time to get that Focus on Energy update. I'm talking to Saurabh Badawakar. He is the lead energy advisor for Focus on Energy, and he's ready to update us with some changes for 2022. We do have a few updates for 2022, and we do have a lot of good bonuses and specials too. Some of the changes we have are in LED lighting, we have some changes where we took off the 1,000-watt fixture replacement options. We have some changes to the variable speed vacuum pump boilers, like hot water boilers, then the incentives have gone up to up to like $4 per MBH if you're if you're using high-efficiency boilers, more than 90% efficiency. Focus on energy update. I was talking to Sarah Bedewalker, the lead energy advisor. I'm Jill Welke. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time for our ProVision Partners update. It's time for an update from ProVision Partners. We have Brad Matson, lead agronomist at ProVision Partners. And we're going to talk a little bit about planning for chemicals for this spring planting. We're into the meeting season, and one of the topics you usually at most of these producer meetings is chemical options. We're in a system now that not a lot of new products coming out there, a lot of renaming old products. It's been around for ages and you've got a bunch of generics versus mainline products. So there's a whole lot of terminology, some products being the same things, just regendered and and it makes it even more confusing. I've been in this business for way too long and even myself, it's a confusing and uh, situation. Now, with this year's crunch on glyphosates and uh, Liberty products, it's going to make it even interesting. We actually are looking at more stepping back in time to when we're more considered chemists putting these chemical mixtures together to, to control these weeds. So with that said, you know, the supplies right now are still tight with the Roundup or the glyphosate products, so they're very expensive 
compared to what we've seen in the past, not threefold, but sometimes four or fivefold difference in price. So the question gets to be, are we going to be able to use them, or is there other options and stuff that we can look at? We went many years without Roundup or the generic glyphosate, so that's a, that's the question. So thinking about the problem weeds you have this year, how we can manage that. So it might be a little bit more tillage this early spring, loosening up that ground, removing some of that, mechanically removing some of that early weeds, or using some other types of products that you haven't used in the past that's going to give you burn-down type of factors in that early application. The big question is going to be is one or two passes. We, we always like to try to get by with one. Soybeans, that's next to impossible, it seems like, anymore. So a planned two-pass operation is... Uh, something you're going to have to consider, and possibly even in corn, especially if you get into some of these challenging weeds like water hemp and palmer amaranth, and even some of this late season giant ragweed is giving us a lot of issues and stuff like that too. So spending the time thinking about your attack on, on controlling weeds, the most economical way that you can, is going to pay big dividends this year. Chemicals are going to be costing more just like the fertilizers. Well, this is primarily the glyphosate one. Most of the other ones haven't changed all that much. A little bit here, a little bit there. So it's just because of the world situation with China and the, the generic supply and with the hurricane that they had last year, shutting down the uh, Monsanto's plant down in uh, Louisiana, it's created some supply crunch issues. So, And that was Brad Matson with our ProVision Partners update. I'm Jill Welke. Thank you, Brad, for that update. After a few glitches, I was very pleased that that saved because the computer like locked up on me yesterday. Thanks to the tech people that come and help me out. I did ask them yesterday if it was me or the computers that are causing these problems because they seem to follow me around a little bit. But, you know, they were very forgiving and they fixed things for me and I sure do appreciate them. We're going to hear from What's a Guy Gotta Do from Joe Nichols. Did you know that they're coming to Tech Fest at Farm Tech Days in Clark County this year? Time to grab those tickets. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Rural Mutual Insurance sponsors our markets. Choice-fed beef steers are 130 to 141 and a half with mixed at 119 to 129. Choice-fed beef heifers are 124 to 145 and a quarter with mixed at 96 to 123. Choice-fed Holstein steers are 110 to 124 with selects at 90 to 109. Cows are 42 to 58 with a top of 59 to 68. Bulls are 80 to 90. Butcher hogs are 52 to 59, with sows coming in at 45 to 51. And boars are 19 and down. New crop market lambs are 250 to 280, with feeder lambs coming in at 260 to 410. Let's take a look at our futures markets. Live cattle futures. February, they're at 137, down 3. 
In April, they're one forty one eighty five, down twenty seven and a half cents. In June, they're at thirty one thirty seven, down fifty five cents. August one thirty six, down thirty seven cents. Our feeder cattle for January, they're at one sixty one, down one and a quarter. March, they're at one sixty five, down ninety five cents. In April, they're at 169, down 77 cents. May, they're at 172, down 55 cents. In August, they are at 181.47, down 52 cents. They are trending down. The cattle mark futures seem to be trending down today. Our lean hogs for February, they are at 81.60. They are up 70. In April, they're at 89.27. They're up 82. In May, they're at 94. They're up 70. In June, they're at 100. They are up 45 cents. And we're going to continue on. Let's look at our Chicago Board of Trade. For our corn, March markets are at 606. They are up 6. Oats, 655, up 8. Soybeans thirteen seventy two up eleven. Soybean meal three hundred ninety three dollars a ton up three dollars a ton. Wheat seven eighty six up thirteen. Our dairy products futures barrels are one ninety five and a half down a half. Forty pound blocks are one eighty eight down four. Our butter class grade double A butter is at two seventy eight up five and a half. And our class three milk. Futures at uh, January, they're at 2023, down 5 cents. February, 2162, down 46 cents. March, 2248, up 5 cents. And April, 2217, up 19 cents. And up 28 cents in May at 2179. Once we get past these first two months of being down, it looks like those prices are trending up for the rest of the year. Up next, we're going to talk. We're going to have some farm news. Get ready to save with half-off deals—a great way for you to get goods and services that you will love, and you don't have to pay full price. Be sure to check out all the great savings that half-off deals have to offer. There's something for everyone, so be sure to see for yourself. Be ready with your credit or debit card and get ready to save. For more details and to find out about all the savings, just go to AroundThe715.com. Is your crop insurance strategy to just do what you did last year? At Compier Financial, we know how challenging it can be to navigate insurance planning. So we work hard to understand your goals and needs. Let us leverage our exclusive tools and vast experience to develop a strategy that protects your operation. Partner with us today. Give us a call at 844-426-6733 or visit compier.com slash crop insurance. Compier does not provide legal or licensed financial planning services. Compier Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. Brought to you by Chili Implement in Chile. A lot of land comes with a lot of work. The Kubota MX Series has a lot to offer. Part of our under 100 horsepower tractor lineup, rated number one for reliability, they feature the versatility to mow, move hay bales, grade roads, and clear brush and snow. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Chili Implement in Chile, west of Marshfield on H, then south on Y, 715-683-2444. 
Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Chili Implement is sponsoring our farm news today. Our first story, Wisconsin Farm Bureau is represented at national level. Kevin Krenz was re-elected to serve a two-year term on American Farm Bureau's Board of Directors. He has served in leadership positions at the state level for different organizations. Krenz is a dairy farmer from Berlin in Washera County. His farming career started with his father's 60 cows, but currently Krenz's farm has grown to 600 cows and 1,300 acres of crops. Barron County Young Farmer competes at the national level. Julie Wadzinski made it to the final four of the American Farm Bureau's Young Farmers and Ranchers Discussion Meet. The contest is a panel discussion for farmers between 18 and 35 years old. Contestants are judged on their ability to express their ideas and opinions and reach a solution on current agricultural issues. Wadzinski grew up on her family's dairy farm in Marathon County, but currently she is the Farm Operations Instructor at Merrowoods Technical College in Rice Lake. Congratulations, Julie. The haystock numbers are in. Wisconsin haystocks on farmers on December 1st was estimated at over 2 million tons, up 18% from last year. Estimated haystocks for the U.S. on December 1st totaled 79 million tons, down 6% from last year. Record low stock levels are estimated in Maine, Minnesota, Massachusetts, North Dakota, and Oregon. And that's a little quick look at some of our farm stories. We've got some chores that we have to get to, and then we're going to head into an interview that Taylor Schaefer did with Jamie Butke about the Wisconsin Fair Association convention that just happened just this last week. Nancy Cavazanchin joins us to talk about the upcoming Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo happening February 3rd and 4th and the outstanding speakers you'll be hearing from. We start our day on the big stage with Sarah Wyatt and she's going to give us an inside scoop on what they're talking about in Washington, D.C. and our policy. And then really popular Eric Snodgrass, our ag meteorologist, will talk about the short-term and the long-term weather implications for the season ahead as well as uh, what we we can look for in the future. Um, so those are two really, really big keynotes. And then the second day, Willie Vote will give us some insight into the machinery and the innovation in agriculture. He'll be just back from the Consumer and Electronics Show, and we'll talk about all the new exciting technology coming to agriculture. Register now for the 2022 Wisconsin Corn Soy Expo at cornsoyexpo.org, February 3rd and 4th in the Wisconsin Dells. LS Tractor. Now you can do more for less with legendary LS Tractor reliability from Synergy Cooperative. More standard features, more capacity, and more operator comfort. LS Tractors even offers cab tractors perfect for winter. Stay warm, cozy, and comfortable in your own cab tractor from Synergy Cooperative. They have all the implements and attachments you need to get tasks completed. Stop by Synergy Cooperative in Ridgeland and join the growing LS Tractor family today. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Cooperative. 
Focus on your farm in 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001. Yeah, it may be months down the road, but county fairs are already busy getting ready with vendors. There are walk-around acts and ways to attract you there. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Last week, everybody got together for one great networking event, the Wisconsin Fair Association. Taylor, you were there. Yeah, absolutely. And I spent the week working with members from the Wisconsin Association of Fairs and Fair Board members from across the state. I'm Taylor Schaefer at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And while I was there, I had a chance to talk with Jamie Bucky, the executive secretary and treasurer of the Wisconsin Association of Fairs, who says that over 900 people attended this year. I think first and foremost is that we're just back together. Uh, we had, you know, we didn't have our convention last year. We did a virtual version and then we followed it up with, you know, 12 weeks of Zoom calls. Um, so I think just the person to person part was what was needed and even our workshops this year although we had presenters we did not fill all of our workshops as a presenter driven we probably kept half of our sessions as a networking we gave them a topic and said let's talk about it because that's what we've missed we've missed that interaction if there's one thing about our fair family we share we are truly a family it's you know one thing that's very unique in our organization if you have a great idea and it's it's something that is successful at your fair there's another fair that wants to know what that is and share it, and we'll share the blueprints on how to do it. You know, why should we all recreate the wheel? Every fair can make it their unique, but it's a great program that's working, so why not share it? So I think just the fact that we could get back together and we all missed the interaction um, that you, yeah, you can see smiling faces on a, on a screen, but it's just the togetherness and the amount of networking that gets done at our convention is the number one success that we have here. What has the overall response been from attendees and even from board members here at the state? So coming into convention, you know, it's the first one, uh, especially with, you know, COVID numbers rising and so forth. You sit and say, how many people are going to come to convention? We are so pleasantly surprised that our numbers of attendees are right in line with where we've been in the past. The fairs just came out with their members. From an associate standpoint, um, we were down numbers of associates. You know, somebody who normally sent us five, six associates maybe only sent us two, but yet our associates were represented like they've been in the past. So everyone, you know, is pivoting on the point that they need to make their organization work. But um, turnout's been fantastic. Workshops have been well attended. Um, it's, yeah, everything's just been fun, fair, networking, all in one, you know, get together again. And Jamie, what's in store for 2022? So I think for 2022, the things that our fairs walk away with, we have a lot of changes with ATCP 160. So all of our fairs, member fairs are part of following those the rules of ATCP 160. So we're in the process of, of bringing some of those rules, fine tune them a little bit, clean up some wording, some things that we have seen over the years that we need to tweak, we're, we're putting into that rule. So getting that done so that it can be effective coming into the 2023 fair season. I know you're going to be like, we just got done talking 
talking about we're going into 2022, but that process takes a long time. So that work now uh, probably won't be implemented until October, you know, so that's how far ahead we're thinking of certain things. So that's a big one for us. I think the other thing is big discussions that we've had, like the Carnival Amusement Business was here. Everyone's having issues finding people to work. You know, you're all hearing the same thing. So how can our fairs adjust the traditional side of what they've been doing at their fair, but make it still profitable? So where are you finding workers? Where are you finding the volunteers? And what things can you change that maybe can be done, you know, by going online to do it and yet still come to the fair? So I think we're all trying to find a better way to be more efficient so we can do things with with less manpower. And we've seen that decline in workforce across industries, but we've also seen a decrease in exhibits and even the number of exhibitors at our fairs. What is the Wisconsin Association of Fairs doing to help bring those numbers to where they were before the pandemic hit? Yeah, it's always a topic of discussion. One of the things in my position, I've been um, on a on a task force with the um, UW Extension. We meet on a monthly basis and we talk about um, talk about with them this partnership that we have. Like 4-H is a huge part of fairs, and we've seen it. We've seen a trend of was it because of the pandemic? You know how people aren't coming back out right away. Does will that change in this coming year? We don't know. Those are concerns. Concerns. So, you know, we ha- we have those discussions. Um, we're working with our fairs as well to say what other organizations can show at your fair. How are you enticing? How are you changing your premium books? Are you changing stuff up to entice a, a new generation to come? The other thing that our fairs are trying to do, or we keep enticing, is how do you promote ag education in a fun way? Because the further and further we are removed from ag. You know, now we're probably what five generations is the norm now. So how do you how do you educate the family, both the parent and the kid, that you make them want to come back again? And our, our fairs get really creative with their egg. They have egg tents, you know, discovery barns, all that type of stuff. And I think we're just finding that it's not just the egg part. We even have to have our fairs promote the different type of exhibits. So think about how. Let's say you go in your exhibit building. I've seen Lego contests. I've seen all these different areas where they're like, you do an on-site type of demonstration. Um, where if a kid sees, oh, I could do I could do a Lego thing. Yeah, I could bring that as a project to the fair. I think we're having to learn to take the spin of enticing them and showing them a simple thing that they can do that's fun and exhibit because we're, we're, we have to find a way to get you know more exhibits to come in. Is there any kind of funding or grants available through the Wisconsin Association of Fairs to help build those agricultural programs at local fairs? When Bob Williams passed away, you know, he was such an advocate for us. And one of the things he thoroughly enjoyed was what I had just talked about, the ag adventure uh, type of displays that we had. So in his honor, we had sent uh, set up a $1,000 grant. And um, this is, our, I believe, our fourth year that we are presenting it. Um, we chose to cho- uh, give out two $500 um, cash awards. And basically, fairs can apply. Uh, once a year, it's usually by November. Uh, they tell us a project that they're going to do to promote more ag education at the fair. And they just show us what that program is, what their expenses are going to be. It's actually a really simple process. And then the next year, they come back and they do a, a display and tell me what you did, how did you use it. Um, but it's a way to keep Bob's memory alive in the one aspect of the fair that he just thoroughly thought fairs are doing a great job on. And so we could get all the fairs to do that. The other area that we were really excited about is we were teaming up with the Midwest Farm Report and we are taking a fair story contest that Bob Williams also started, which I think is funny. We started it in 2014 and and when we were talking about the program uh, at convention, we 
we referenced a line in there, and Bob was like, let's share fair stories so that the future generations know. It was with our theme this year on Back to the Future. But the fair story contest is going to kick off on March 1st. Applications will be able to be between March 1st and May. Tell us your fair story. Bob was a great storyteller, and the one thing, he loved hearing fair stories. And over the years, we've had some great ones. I can tell you one about a purple bunny. I can tell you about people who got engaged at the fair. I mean, we have just found such humor in these different stories. Um, There was one where this guy had tickets that he, they were in the garbage, and he stole them. And the next year, he went to the fair and rode all these rides and had this guilty, I mean, it was great stories and everyone has one right but they don't think to share them so we are super excited that on a new platform and social media all generations can submit it they can record it they can videotape it they can email it but they're going to be able to share a fair story and at the end of the day win money so the grand prize is going to be five hundred dollars the reserve grand champion will get two hundred and fifty dollars and then in june we'll announce who that winner is but then may will lead up to share these stories that are out there and then i just think people will get to relive the fair of of every generation i mean and you can submit all all the stories you want that's one thing that we found this this last year when we had fairs it didn't happen and then you had a year where fairs were back people wanted to be at the fair they so totally missed it so let's keep on that same excitement level and have people share their fair stories That's Jamie Butkey, the executive secretary and treasurer of the Wisconsin Association Affairs, who says they are working hard to bring exhibitors and their families back to Wisconsin's county, district, and state fairs this year. Through grant programs like the one created in Bob Williams' memory, the Wisconsin Association Affairs is also hoping to expand the number of agriculture education programs offered at fairs across the state. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Taylor Schaefer. Brought to you by Christensen Sales. Auction schedules online at ChristensenSales.com. When you've got to have an auction, you want to work with a company that knows what it's doing to help you. And that means you want to talk to Christensen Sales in Abbotsford. Call Christensen Sales in Abbotsford at 715-223-6345 if you want to have an auction. They'll line it up for you, and don't forget it, Christensen Sales in Abbotsford, they're now offering live online bidding options as well. Your complete auction facility, Christensen Sales of Abbotsford, 715-223-6345. Wax 104.5 Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And up next, I'll be looking for Rocky to be calling me, but we're going to run with a little bit a little bit more of the information that I have out there for you as soon as I can get it moved. It doesn't want to move. Yep. We're just going to go with our... We're just going to go with our... Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Happy New Year to you and yours from the gang at Chippewa Valley Bean. Let's make 2022 a great year with a crop of dark red kidney beans. Kidney beans, you know, are a high-value crop with a great return on investment and a great addition to any rotation. Chippewa Valley Bean would like to work with you in 2022 to bring value to your operation with a crop of dark red kidney beans. If you want to talk about what Chippewa Valley Bean can do for you, give Ben, their agronomist, a call at 715-556-1930 or find them on the web at cvbean.com. That's cvbean.com. Awesome. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. We have Rocky on the line from Withy. What were the markets looking like yesterday, What Rocky? Uh, 
thank you, Jill. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is how uh, yesterday's special feeder cattle auction uh, shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We had a really good day. We sell 750 head of feeder cattle. Market was higher. Very, very good demand for the feeder cattle. New crop beef calves, mostly from a dollar thirty to a dollar ninety. Uh, we sold some fancy lightweight beef calves up to two ten. Uh, the heavier yearling types, one twenty five to one sixty two. Holstein steers, most all weights, ninety to one twenty five. Uh, bred beef cows on a little lighter test, but mostly eight seventy five to thirteen seventy five. Today, Wednesday, uh, we got a big day at Premier. We got uh, nine thirty a.m. We get started with our hay auction. Got a very large hay and bedding auction. If you're looking for something in particular, uh, we probably have it today. Then eleven o'clock a.m. We have our dairy cattle auction. We're expecting three hundred head of dairy cattle. Uh, we have some very fancy groups of Holstein fresh cows. Uh, most of them coming from reputation consigners. Most of them are going to be parlor freestall, uh, like say some exceptional cows there. We also have a group of uh, twenty fancy Jersey fr- Jersey cross fresh cows. Uh, they're parlor freestall. They're averaging ninety pounds of milk coming out of an exceptional herd. Uh, we have an outstanding run of Holstein springing heifers. We have over eighty-five Holstein springing heifers, uh, including a load out of one of the best herds of cows that we sold at Premier last year. They're coming from J.M. Peterson Farms out of Minnesota. Uh, we have a hundred Jersey cow dispersal. Uh, they're going to be all parlor freestyle jerseys. Uh, they are going to pretty much be all bred back. Uh, like I said, got a nice set of jerseys there. If you're looking for them, there's a hundred of them. Uh, we also have many other consignments of colored breeds. We got a lot more jerseys. We got a load of fresh and springing Pro Cross. Uh, full listing on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com or give us a call with questions, uh, 715-229-2500. Don't forget today's auction will be online for online bidding through Cattle USA. Also, don't forget uh, spring machinery auction coming up. We're pretty excited about that. We're looking for an outstanding auction. Uh, nationwide buyers with proven results. If you got one piece of equipment or you got a full line of equipment, uh, we do have a pretty lit, nice list started on the website already. Um, so if you uh, guys got equipment out there, give us a holler. We're pretty uh, looking forward to those calls and uh, looking for a great auction. So that's the way it shaped up, Jill. Sounds like it's a busy, happy place. It's been pretty busy. We're pretty thankful. So, so I had a little bit of a chance to visit with one of your, uh, oh, one of your guys, of Steve Stry, and boy, he's always got a lot to say, doesn't he? He does. He does. Yep. Yep. He's a he's a good talker. He's a he's a good share of information. He is. Yep. Great guy. Great guy to have on our team. That's for sure. All righty. Thank you, Rocky. Take care and stay warm. All right. See you, Jill. All right. Up next, we'll see if we have the TV 13 meteorologist, Mike Dandria, standing by. Yes, ma'am. How are we doing, Jill? We are doing great. I'm really feeling kind of proud of myself because I'm catching you every day. You are. It's like the perfect time because I've got just like a little forecast that I do out on the patio right before this. And then I get back in here and the timing is just absolutely perfect. I think that we're really uh, really getting this down pat here. Oh, yeah, great. As long as I remember to turn on my microphone, right? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> well, you know, today I just I just wanted to, to kind of dive right into it just because of how different today is compared to yesterday. Uh, today, I mean, we can expect some clouds to really start the day, but 
Later on, we'll have some uh, clouds clearing out and giving way to more sunny conditions. But it is going to be cold. High temperatures for air temperatures, I should say. Barely getting out of the single digits. And some places may not even get out of the single digits. But wind chills are going to be really cold. Upper teens on the wrong side of zero because it's going to be windy, too. But tonight, mostly clear with lows around the mid-teens below zero. And wind chills, again, 25 degrees below. So it's you just got to bundle up. Tomorrow, it's going to be sunny. It's going to look nice out there. But the highs, low single digits. It's still going to be chilly. And then we're actually under a wind chill advisory scheduled for midnight tonight and uh, set to expire tomorrow at noon ahead of some very, very cold wind chills. And right now, it's still pretty cold. Five degrees currently in Eau Claire. And I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Mike Dandria. Oh, thank you, Mike. I did notice on my drive up this morning it was two hands on the wheel. Because, boy, those gusts kind of get you. Yep, and not to mention that there are some slick spots out there, too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Always got to be paying attention and bundle up those kiddos at the bus stop. Exactly. Well, Jill, you have yourself a great day, all right? Yep, you too. Thank you. And that was Mike Dandria from TV13. Up next, we're going to hear what Morgan has to say about some local news. Well, good morning. Here's what we're learning today. We'll start with headlines that keep us in our area. And that begins with a trial. Today should be the last day of a trial for a Marathon County woman charged in a deadly 2017 Chippewa County crash. 23-year-old Miranda Jo Miller did not testify in her own defense yesterday. Police say she was looking at her phone when she ran a stop sign in the town of Colburn. This was in 2017. She then smashed into 46-year-old Jeremy Goodwin's truck. He died. She's facing 10 years in prison if convicted. We look to other headlines across the state as we continue in the courts. Prosecutors may be ready to rest their case in Chandler Halderson's murder trial. The DA's office is expected to wrap its case today. Yesterday saw more forensic evidence and testimony from the man who said he gave Halderson the rifle that may have been used to kill Halderson's parents. It's not exactly clear what the defense may have on deck or what Halderson's lawyers are planning. That includes whether or not he'll take the stand in his own defense. While looking in the court system and at the bail system, Wisconsin once again in the spotlight as a pair of Republican lawmakers said last week's shooting of an off-duty Milwaukee police officer officer continues to show the need for higher bail in our state. Two of the suspects in that case were released on less than a $1,000 bail for earlier felony charges. There will be a hearing on plans to require mandatory minimum bail for certain crimes this week. Meanwhile, on that note, the Milwaukee police officer wounded in last week's carjacking and robbery in the third ward is now out of the hospital and recovering at home. While we're hanging out at the Capitol, legislative Republicans want to make it easier for people to get back to work. State Senator Chris Kapanga says the Department of Workforce development isn't doing enough to ensure that people on unemployment aren't ghosting employer interviews or turning down those job offers. But we need the department to actually start defining and enforcing availability and uh, connecting those workers to that availability. Republicans say there's too much fraud going on in the system and that too many people are relying on government benefits. Governor Tony Evers is unlikely to sign those bills if they land on his desk. Uh, Assembly Minority Leader Greta Neubauer says the package does nothing to help workers or businesses and only seeks to undermine social safety nets. Well, investigators in Kenosha are still searching for a cause of a deadly apartment fire there as three people died in the fire late Monday night. It took about a half an hour to get the flames under control, but it looks like two of the victims did die from a medical event before the fire started as the investigation into a cause continues. Well, we go back to the cutting board when it comes to that discussion over making Colby the official state cheese. As you might imagine, some love for Clark County and locally, State Senator Kathy Rainier said, hey, it was developed right here in our community of the same name, right? Colby is truly a homegrown Wisconsin original. 
its innovative processing and massive popularity, but Wisconsin on the cheese-making map. It put Wisconsin on the cheese-making map. And previous attempts at adding Colby to our state's official symbols have failed to advance to the legislature. You might say that discussion, well, curdled. And if you're in the real estate market, a Missouri mansion is up for sale. And hey, you'll have some interesting rooms to clean on the weekend and a hefty price tag as well. The home at the edge of the St. Louis suburbs includes horse stables, a sports and event venue, Ferris wheel, bowling alley, theater, video game arcade, and even a water park. The unusual mansion also has several secret tunnels and hidden passages, according to the listing agents. But be prepared to shell out some dough if you want this home, as its listing price is $20 million. I'm Mark Mayfield. We're more bargain price than that in the 715newsroom.com. I'm Morgan McCarthy, and now you are up to date with Jill Welke and the Midwest Farm Show. And hang on for a wild ride. We have Alex and the uh, Wax Morning Show coming in just after 6. Always an adventure. And we're here live, local, and with you on a Wednesday on Wax 104.5. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be moving down to that place anytime too soon. Up next, we're going to have some more farm news, and then we're going to fa- flow into markets. Farmers understand return on investment. They understand the power and the value of the sun. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. It's a business decision. Everything that farmers do and don't do on their land and their with their property is money. <laughs> so... One of the things that I heard one farmer say, it's a crop that I am yielding. (laughs) Uh, Instead of harvesting corn on this little section, he's harvesting sunlight to make electricity. You should reach out to us and we will come out there for a very specialized, specific quote for you to look at your farm. We can put solar anywhere. We can put it on a barn. We can put it on the ground. We can put it on a hill. (laughs) So we can put it anywhere that makes sense to you and your farm and your situation. And then once we design that, Even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And here's the last look at our farm news. USDA invests $2 million on risk management education. Underserved and small-scale producers are being provided the opportunity to take part in training programs and, and risk management education. Participants have the opportunity to learn how to effectively manage long-term risks and challenges along with learning about conservation practices. The goal of the risk management education is to make sure that all producers know how to manage risk and what options are available to them. 2021 nursery inspection results are in. The nursery program licensed 611 nursery growers and 1,232 retailers this past year. Growing fields and retail locations are inspected for plant diseases and insect infestations. The goal of these inspections is to educate nursery owners about regulations, control the spread of invasive species, and provide the public with healthy growing plants, which I'm looking forward to planting some plants this spring. I know it's going to be cold today, but, you know, we always need to look forward. And there's upcoming events on Thursday, January 20th in Arcadia. Compere Financial is going to be putting on crop insurance 
meeting, a crop insurance meeting. It's going to be at the Arcadia Country Club at 11 o'clock oh, with registration starting at 10 with a meeting starting at 11. And it is followed by lunch. So you need to register ASAP at Compere Compass Financial, their website. And there's no cost to attend. And they would love to hear from you if you're going to be attending. There are a few other ones coming up. One on the 25th in Eau Claire, February 1st in Baldwin, and February 9th in Rice Lake. So it's crop insurance meetings coming up. You know, it is that meeting season. Up next, we're going to be looking at our markets. Winter's a great time to tackle projects. Blaine's Farm and Fleet has all the gear you need to stay dry and warm, as well as the feed to keep your animals healthy all winter long. Right now, when you buy four 50-pound bags of Agrimaster Concentrated 32% Medicated Cattle Feed, get one free. Keep your flock happy with NatureWise Feed. Choose from 40-pound bags of Hardy Hen and Feather Fixer or 50-pound bags of Country Feed's Egg Producer Feed. Now $2 off. Did you know Blaine's Farm and Fleet has over 190 varieties of birds available to order? Choose from chickens, bantams, geese, ducks, turkeys, game birds, and so much more. And mark your calendars for chick days coming soon. Go to farmandfleet.com for all the details. Plus, buy online and pick up your items in our convenient drive-thru. You don't even need to get out of your car. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Find value at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. The first market we're going to hear from is Jim Lindsay at Equity El Tuna for his Tuesday sale. Choice beef steers and heifers dollar to a dollar twenty-five. We tapped at a dollar twenty-seven seventy-five. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers a dollar to a dollar twenty. High yielding choice and prime steers, Holstein steers a dollar ten to a dollar twenty. We did top at a dollar twenty-three and a quarter. Choice Holstein steers ninety-one to a dollar nine. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers ninety and down. Top twenty percent of the cull cows sold from fifty-five to sixty-five. We topped at seventy-three. Sixty percent of the cows sold from forty-two to fifty-four. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from forty-one and down. Top 80% of the organic cows from Tuesday, 75 to 95. The bottom 20% of cows sold from 74 and down. Call bulls sold from 60 to 80. We did top at 82. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to $140 per head. Light and poor quality calves sold from $50 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $260 per head. We are now selling organic cattle on Tuesdays at the El Tuna Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. Our next special feeder sale is this Friday, January 21st. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715-835-3104. To check out our early consignments, go to the Equity Livestock Market consignment page and click on the El Tuna Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in El Tuna. Have a great day. Thank you, Jim Lindsay. We're going to run right over to Jerry Fitzgerald from Stratford. Good morning, Good morning Jerry. to you, Jill, and I trust that you're staying warm because uh, it's just going to be a little chilly today, isn't it? A little bit. I dug out a sweater, and I don't, I'm not really a sweater wearer. Oh, well, it's, I guess it isn't uh, 
uh, in Wisconsin, uh, fashion isn't really the thing. It's uh, practicality. So, Yeah, wool socks and sweaters. There you go. All right. All right. Well, Joe, as uh, long as we're here, we'll uh, give the folks an update on what happened yesterday here, uh, Tuesday here at Equity Stratford. And again, Joe, I thank you and a very good morning to everyone. A uh, summary from yesterday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start the auction yesterday. Uh, of hay yesterday, depending upon quality, selling mostly from $35 to $52 per bale. Small squares yesterday were selling mostly from $150 to $350 per bale. And uh, again, we keep in mind we have a hay sale every Tuesday. The market auction now, we sell organic market cows every Tuesday. On the organic market yesterday, a higher market on your cows. The higher yielding organic cows yesterday selling from $92 to $106. Uh, the lower yielding organics from 78 to 86. On the conventional market cows yesterday, higher yielding Holstein cows selling from 58 to 65. Most of the cows yesterday and this week so far are selling between 42 and 57. Cows like carcass cows below 41. On the bull trade this week, better quality bulls mostly from 77 to 90, 75 and below. And we will have an on the fed cattle market on tomorrow's report we sell most of our fed cattle on wednesdays and that will be of course today the uh, recap of the of the calf market hosting bocas this week mostly from 80 to 150 topping at 175 on monday it was a uh, very limited demand 20 and below <laughs> excuse me beef calves 150 to 300 and our Wednesday auction today at Stratford does start at 10 o'clock, and our feeder cattle sale will be a noontime And as part of that feeder sale today, we do have a consignment of 40 Holstein heifers. So that will be part of the sale today. So uh, be careful. It's going to be chilly. Depends, uh, I guess. And Jill, we'll stay warm, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. This sounds like a good plan. Take care. Thank you, Jill. Have a nice day. And that was Jerry Fitzgerald from Stratford. We're going to run right into our country elevator prices. Golden Plump and Arcadia is at five forty-six for corn. Baldwin, Durand, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek are all at five forty-five for corn. Baldwin's at thirteen ten for soybeans. Durand's at thirteen ten for soybeans. Mondovi's at thirteen dollars. Elmwood's at thirteen ten. Fall Creek's at twelve ninety. Osseo for corn, they're at five fifty-five, and for soybeans at thirteen dollars. Stevens Point twelve ninety-four for soybeans. Elk Mound is five fifty-three for corn, thirteen oh five for soybeans. Sparta's at five fifty-nine for corn and twelve eighty-nine for soybeans. Ellsworth's at five thirty-three for corn and twelve ninety for soybeans. Doomers and Buck Countries at five forty-nine for corn and twelve ninety-five for soybeans. Wheaton Grain Service of Chippewa Falls at five fifty-seven for corn and thirteen oh eight for soybeans. And the Connorsville locations at five fifty-seven for corn and thirteen oh three for soybeans. Our ethanol plants. Boyceville's at five eighty-five. Stanley's at five seventy-five, and New Richmond's at five sixty-nine. And our Chicago Board of Trade futures markets for corn for March is at six oh six, up six. Oats is at six fifty-five, up eight. Soybeans are at thirteen seventy-two, up eleven. Soybean meals at 
393 $393 a ton, up $3 a ton. And wheat's at 786 up 13 And those markets are trending up. Dairy products production. Cheese, our barrels at 195 and a half, down a half. 40 pound blocks are 188, down four. Our gray double A butters at 278, up five and a half. And our class three milk prices, future futures prices are January at 2023, down five cents. February at 2162, down 46 cents. March 22.48, up five cents with the rest of the year looking like it's trending upward. Let's take a last look at our TV 13 weather. So today, our high is nine. It was pretty much nine. He said it was down to five already, but our wind chill is below zero. So bundle up those kiddos when they're waiting at the bus stop. Let's not take too much time outside today. It's going to just keep going down, going down to the cellar for the base for the temperature. And our low tonight is 11 below, and it's partly cloudy. Tomorrow, our high is only going to be 3 with our low of 15. It's going to be sunny out there, but I think that sun is going to tease us a little bit and get us leading on to the temperature because it is going to be frigid. Friday, our high is 14 with a low of 5, and it's still supposed to be breezy. Saturday, we're going to crawl out a little bit and get it up to 17 with a low of 3 below, but partly sunny. And Sunday, it looks like it's supposed to get up to 11 with a low of 2 and but, and partly sunny. So we're going to be a little up and down. It's going to be a little frigid. Let's take care of those cattle, keep those waterers open for them, bundle up those kiddos at the bus stop, <clears throat> and don't... And don't forget to take care of yourself. And our your Skywarn 13 weather is brought to you by Mark Wart Motors. Mark Wart Motors is hiring for a metal technician in their high-volume auto body shop. Mark Wart Motors offers a competitive salary with generous benefit package. Apply in person or call markwartmotors.com. And that's about what I have lined up for us today. There are some more meeting events. Yesterday was Farmers at the Capitol meeting. And to learn about uh, legislation and have their voices heard down at the Capitol. So I'm thinking we're going to have some reports on that after a little bit, a few more chores of commercials. You get to listen to Tall, Tall Trees by Alan Jackson. And that's what I have for you today. It's the Start Something New sales event now at Gross Motors in Nielsville. Start the new year with discounts up to $1,250 or 0% for 36 months on all 2022 Jeep Compass when financed through Chrysler Capital. Or discounts up to $2,750 on select Jeep Renegade models. See what's new today at Gross Motors, Highway 10 East, Nielsville, your Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealer, or connect with their local sales team at grossauto.com. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org.